Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Philemon chapter 1. We'll then look at some key takeaways and we'll end our session with a prayer. Let us begin. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother. To Philemon, our dear brother, friend, and fellow worker. Also to Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving and prayer. I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers, because I hear about your love for all his holy people and your faith in the Lord Jesus. I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Paul's plea for Onesimus. Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is as none other than Paul, an old man and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus, that I appeal to you for my sons Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and to me. I'm sending him, who is my very heart, back to you. I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that any favor you do would not seem forced but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will pay it back, not to mention that you owe me your very self. I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I ask. And one thing more, prepare a guest room for me, because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your prayers. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you greetings. And so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. This is the end of the reading. So here Paul is writing a letter in a very interesting time when slaves were considered property and the fact that he ran away from his master and actually took some belongings could mean that he could be uh, put to death if caught. And instead, Paul is urging his um, friend, former slave, a runaway slave, to reconciliate with his former master, and he's asking the former master, who's also a brother in Christ, to accept him not as a slave anymore, but as a brother in Christ, and to forgive him his trespasses. And so we see here in the gospel, though, it's not a calling to outright uh, banish slavery. It is calling for humans to be treated equally in an even plane, even in these early times uh, in human history. So, we are to reflect on this 
and understand that we all have the status of children of God. And that the church see people the way God see people. And it empowers us as a church to stand up for the freedom of slaves and for humans not to be seen as property of anyone and that we should never be devalued because every person bears the image of God. The church, we are called to be a voice for those who don't have a voice. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for your incredible wisdom through, through your words in the Bible. Thank you for reminding us that we are your children. No matter what place or position in life we may find ourselves, we were created in your image. We were created to be your children, and there is no pecking order. We're all equal in your eyes. There's no slaves. There's no master. There's no more worthy, less worthy. We're all equal. We're all created as divine creation by you, Lord. We're yours, and we belong to you forever. So let us not get confused and twisted about our order and identity in this world. Let us understand how what a blessing each one of us are and how divine we are and how lucky and what a precious gift you've given us, Lord. You've given us life. You've given us faith, salvation. So Holy Spirit, dwell upon us. And we ask all this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Philemon chapter 1. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.